Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I'm excited to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes, and our goal, our mission, if you will, is to give you enough information for you to make a reasonable wager if that is what you are intending to do. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Head on over to playup.com, sign up for an account, and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. One of my best bets is on the line. Please welcome my big brother, John Murgis, to the show. What's up, Johnny? Hey, what's happening, little brother? I'm trying my best. How about you? Uh, you know, same thing. Another day in paradise. It's about uh, 47 degrees in Florida. It's wonderful. You know what? If I didn't have all these podcasts to do today, because Thursday, as you know, I, I have a lot going on with the pods. I have four right. of them today. I would be trying to uh, gather up my students to play outdoors here in New York. It is nice. It's like 43 degrees right now, so I'm excited. There's a four-degree difference in temperature between uh, up in New York and Florida. Unbelievable. Yeah, 43 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. You're going to have a beautiful day like always. I'm jealous as always. And yesterday you did something that was hilarious. Well, you do this a lot. You retweet people. This is what you do. You see something good, you retweet. And you retweeted a story about Mike Ditka and the very first official prop bet. That bet I remember because I was in Vegas at the time. Caesars Palace was the one who offered the very first Super Bowl prop bet. And it was uh, apparently Mike Ditka took the three plus 350 on William Refrigerator Perry, scoring a touchdown in Super Bowl Twenty. He did, and the rumor is not only did he bet on it, but he made darn sure that the fridge got the ball instead of sweetness. What do you make of all that? You're from Chicago. You've heard the stories. What do you think of all that? Well, you got to remember I was watching that game, you know, in actually in our, you know, uh, office as we referred to it right and about 10 tvs um alu- i remember the uh, the aluminum foil on the antennas uh, <laughs> you know it was you know the good old days one tv was black and white the first thing was that we were upset that walter payton didn't get the ball all the great years that he played um with just not nothing in front of him um doing everything on his own to not get a touchdown in the super bowl was just horrible but yeah uh, 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 a, a gentleman by the name of Keith brought it to my attention and I you know going back into the memory banks I remember that yeah there was a, a, a prop in Vegas and although you know we didn't offer it in our office maybe some individual uh, independent bookmakers did 
we didn't know what props were. And Art Manteras, I guess uh, he was over at Caesars at the time. Yeah, that's where it started. I remember. Yeah, that. he's the guy that that thought of it. And um, you know, it was just that one prop. You know, it was the first prop in football ever. So I did a little bit of research, and um, you know, it's not me saying, and not just you saying that Ditka bet this prop, but the uh, receiver Dennis McKinnon, as you reminded me earlier, he comes out and and uh, says, "Oh yeah, you know, Ditka had that had had that prop bet through his restaurant partner, who was I know for a fact, um, I forget his name, but he was a big big um, sports better. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff, man. It totally really crazy. is. It but really here's, is. Here's, here's what McKinnon yeah. said, though, John. Listen to this. He says, I will tell you emphatically that Mike profited from taking Peyton out and putting in Perry. And you know what? At plus 350, he certainly did, didn't he? He crushed it. 35 the, to 1, right? The coach. Bam. Yeah, he crushed it. I guess it went down to two to one. There was so much money coming in on it. Um, I guess Manteris's idea was to give people a little more, make the game a little more interesting, get get a little more publicity and money in, and they took a hit on that one. That's for sure. You do you remember a guy named Herbie Blitzstein? They used to call him Fat Herbie. Fat Herbie. You know, I have a recollection of a fat, from, fat Herbie. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, He's from Chicago. He was uh, in the same crew with uh, Spilatro and Colada. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Anyway, I remember when this prop bet thing came out, we didn't do those things where I was. No one did, really. Um, but I said to him, I said, I'm going to go get down on this. And he said, you go get down on that and I'll break both your legs. I said, Why? He said, prop bets are for suckers. Don't be one. And then he just laughed and walked away and probably went <laughs> to get another hero sandwich. But uh, at the end of the day, I remember the craze. I went over to Caesars that day in 1986 because I wanted to watch the game there as opposed to watching the game at the DI. I didn't want to watch it there. And I went over there, and the lines that they had – what Mantheris did with his uh, prop bet was set the motion for what we have today. But there were lines, John, on top of lines. I had a hard time getting a chair, a, a nice little leather chair to sit in. You know, I had to pull my connection routine and get it. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I was looking and I said, how many of these suckers are really going to go to 35 to 1? Or, or then it came down to 2 to 1, right? It was so bet. But this isn't the first time that someone bet on themselves or bet on a game they could influence. You know, back in 1939, Bobby Riggs bet 100 pounds on himself to win the men's singles at Wimbledon, the mixed doubles at Wimbledon, and the doubles. He won all three. It was, it's only been done a couple of times, not since 1954 when Frank Sedgman did it. Right. But... He made 21,000 pounds on that bet, betting on himself. And he bet it legally probably at Ladbrokes or something. He bet it right at the Wimble- at Wimbledon. They have kiosks there for that. <laughs> oh, well. They don't let you do that anymore, but that was Bobby, the great showman. But you know what? We have, like, there are hundreds of prop bets out there for the Super Bowl. Every book has their own unique ones. There are some universal ones. And for the sake of this show, we'll be using the odds and the props, at least I will, 
from PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp presents this show. They run an honest book. They have in no way influenced me to do anything other than do my podcast. So here we go. You have something for us. I know you do. I do. As as far as the Super Bowl goes, there's a, a few prop bets that I do like. Now, I've gotten some of these in already through um, partners, let's say, in, in the <laughs> sports betting world. Yes, yes. Um, well, the accounts that you know you're going to get paid when you win. Yeah. You know, like I always say, I mean, I hope the man lives many, many years, my 82-year-old bookmaker. But then again, he'll take a few props. I mean, he's come, you know, he's come along over the years, and I've had him for years. But he'll have some prop bets. But I won't be able to bet those until game day. Right. Um, and then I'll have to ask him. And he, he's skeptical because – he doesn't know anything about Twitter or anything like that, and I don't mention anything about Twitter to him because he could see some plays that I'm planning on making ahead of time. But what I did get in through um, uh, my you know friends and, and uh, colleagues, the first one I liked was the over 100, 105 and a half yards Cooper Cup um, uh, receiving yards over one and a. 105 and a half. I got that one in. Mm-hmm. I also liked the Rams over three and a half sacks. I think that was plus money. I don't have the sheet in front of me, Phil, but no worries um, about that. No worries. That's yeah. a good call right I there. That, yeah. I like, I, I, I didn't love it, but I like it. Now there will be some others um, that I'll, that I'll bet. I'm just trying to, you know, go through, Everything. There's uh, one hotel in Vegas, one uh, sports book. The Westgate is offering over 430 props. Wow. It's crazy. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know there was that many props, but there is. These guys are pretty uh, inventive when it comes to that. The last prop that I made so far was um, the Rams to have more first downs than Cincy. Okay. And um, – those are the three that I've gotten in already. Did you have any uh, props that? Uh... I I do. You know, I don't have any. Um, you know, million dollar bets out there. Right. But you know, yesterday I, with Ambrose, your good friend, you got to hang oh. out with him in Vegas. I'm looking forward to doing the same with all of you guys at some point. I would hope so. I well, we damn near made it happen this time. I blame that on the NHC. You know, they could have moved that tournament one week back and we would have had a lot more fun. Of course, I wouldn't have been able to hang out in the sports with Scotty because I would have been busy hanging out with you. But here's what I will say. I did this yesterday. I was under Joe Burrow touchdown passes. The uh, It's 1.5 touchdown passes. I say under. Now, I said that for a reason because Joe Burrow has been known to take a sack or two. Yeah. And this Rams defense is pretty vicious when it comes to that. That young man, Donald, is some kind of incredible football player. There are a lot of people out there thinking that he could be the MVP and are betting that belief, and that's great. So I took that. But I also, I I, I like Cam Akers under 63.5 rushing yards. I kind of feel like Stafford's going to sling it. And I don't think Akers is 100%. I, I think what's going to happen is he's going to be in a tandem with uh, Sony Michelle 
And I right. think that Michelle, probably with his experience and the fact that this could be his last chance at winning a Super Bowl with another team. Right. So I think that Michelle's probably going to have the better game, and that's how McVay coaches. So I think under 63.5 rushing yards is terrific. A good opportunity for you. Also, Joe Burrow, under 276.5 passing yards for the same reason. I think he's going to end up getting dropped on his backside. I don't think that his receiving core matches up that well with the Rams. So I think this could be a very good play, both of those. That's I, I like them. I like them because it kind of goes in tandem with my over three and a half Ram sacks. Of course um, it does. Yeah, the, see, great yeah. minds think alike. No, I like it. I like and, it. And then there's us. But you know what? We're 5-0 and oh this season together with our college basketball. I don't know why we thought we missed one when we didn't. But that's because we're trying to be transparent, you see. Um, but at the end of the day, we are 5-0. and oh. And we, we have a five and oh. Five and oh is five and oh, right? And, and and our listeners appreciate that. As do we, you know. And all picks made on this show are tracked at betstamp.app. It's a fantastic thing. You can actually tag your picks if you have a show like mine where several people are making picks on that on that account. So it's really nice. You can do a lot of things, you know. They've done a great job. And to me, it's a far more better experience for for those of you tracking and it's so much better than chicken scratches on a notepad without context so here we go we've got a big one tonight we got iowa and maryland that's kicking this thing off tonight i think they play at seven iowa is currently a three and a half point away favorite the total is 147 points what you thinking about here? You got a Iowa team, fifteen and seven, playing a sub five hundred Maryland team at Maryland. The first question you're going to ask yourself is, "Holy cow! Why is Iowa only giving three and a half points? <laughs> they be able to play at a faster pace. They got a better field goal percentage. They shoot, you know, although they're ninetieth um, in the country in three pointers, they still Maryland's two hundred sixty nine or seventy. Um, but they're not evenly matched teams. The only thing is that Iowa, with their 15 and seven record, is only two and five on the road. Um, Maryland's lost their last three, and um, it's it's a game that I would have to, you know, there's no gun to my head, but my play would be Iowa minus the three and a half. I Just like from, that. Yeah, just for the homework that I did last night looking at this game. We could spend a whole show talking about this one game, but we won't. Um, but I just think that, um, you know, Iowa, these teams after 22 games, 23 games, some of these teams, they finally start to gel, mold. They've had a, almost a whole season of playing together. And no doubt Iowa's the better team. So it, that being said, Iowa minus three and a half is what I like. I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, you know, Iowa, though, is two and five against the spread as the away team this season. Right. They're 15 and seven against the spread overall, which bodes well for them. And the one thing that made me a little nervous is that they're four and six against the spread over their last 10 versus Maryland. 
But this is a much better Iowa team than it has had, and I think in a couple seasons maybe. Um, Maryland, though, they're seven and two against the spread at home. But when you look at who they've beaten at home, you're going to see most of those covers were against cupcakes. They are eleven and twelve against the spread, as you mentioned this season. And of course, they're six and four against Iowa against the spread over their last ten. But I just don't see Iowa losing this game a and b losing by or not winning by more than four points i i think that they seem to have turned a corner they are putting things together and i believe i have a couple trends here john i think i have yes i do i love the trends here here's a tough one though for us terrapins are five and one against the spread in their last six games is an underdog of half a point to minus six and a half of course. Of course they are. Of, yeah. of course they are. But at the end of the day, you've got this kid. Iowa, the, here's your problem. Iowa could be missing Connor McCaffrey. He got oh. hurt the other night, and no one knows for sure what he's going to do. Maybe that's why the spread is so low. But Iowa beat this team on the 3rd of January by more than five, or five points at home. They covered last year. In January, they covered a five and a half point spread, and it, I just like Iowa here. That's I, a good point about McCaffrey. I mean, he does score. He's, he's you know he's a scorer for the team. He's you know one of the he's he's a big part of that team, um, and that's why you know as I recall from last night looking. But I you know what, I just think that it's next man up. He's, all these all these kids want to play. If you ever have a chance through injury. To, to fill in for a guy, well, here's the next man's up chance. So uh, let's hope he has a, a game of his life. But I'm, I'm going to still stick with it. Oh, trends yeah. are great, but trends can fool us sometimes. Yeah, because they're, they're subjective, you know, and there's no context in those games either. And, and you know the one thing McCaffrey did play the other night? He played 29 minutes. He usually plays a lot more. But he still had 18 points and seven rebounds. Gosh. And then you got Jordan Bohannon, who basically stunk up the gym. Yeah. He only had six points, and without McCaffrey in the lineup, he's going to go have a chance to go and score, and he's going to do better than six points against his Maryland defense. Well, here's his chance. Exactly, Phil. I mean, exactly. So, yeah, maybe we're taking uh, – I mean, it's going, to be, it's going to be an interesting game. I just don't see much in this Maryland team at all. You know, I, 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 no heart. No. None. Not no heart whatsoever, and this is you know this is the the last month here of uh, of you know playing some uh, solid ball for these teams. Next month we've got the the uh, conference conference playoffs, you know, championships going on. So we're both going with Iowa minus the three and a half. Let's go. Uh, Let's go over to one more Big Ten game. Yeah, here we are. We have the Purdue Boilermakers. Taking on the Michigan Wolverines. Purdue is currently a three-point favorite on the road. And the total is 145 points. Some places have it at 145. I believe play-up is at 145. What do you like about this one? I understand um, a couple of sharps. Guys that I respect. I, I consider them sharps. They like Michigan plus the three at home. Um, 
you know, bringing in a number three in the country Purdue team into Michigan, they've only lost three games. Um, they're they're you know top ten, and you know assists, um, field goals. I mean that field goal percentage is is excellent. But you know Michigan's forty fifth in the country in in, in uh, field goal percentage. Um, I don't like Michigan. You know, Purdue's won how many in a row? I think they've won yeah, six in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a team that, as as we spoke about earlier, you know, the gel factor, gelling to come together as a team. And I like the road team, Purdue, in this game just for the fact that um, they're on a roll right now. Um, I have nothing on that total. I mean, they played February 5th, and Purdue beat them by – Six points at Purdue. So that's why I think some guys that I respect like Michigan. And I really can't, you know, I just can't see from what I, from what, you know, doing my homework last night. I, I didn't see anything that, that stuck out unless you have. And um, I have. If you've seen something, you know, fill me in because we haven't made this pick official yet. Well, here we go. All right. Michigan is 9-0-1 against the spread over their last 10 against Purdue. That's true. That's they just true. played this week. Lost yeah. by six. And, you know, I have a, my play is the under, under 145 and a half, if you can get I that. like that, yeah. And if that's the case, it's because Michigan's defense is going to show up. You know, Purdue is 4-2 and two on the road against the spread this yeah. season. Michigan, however... Let me see where they are. They are seven and two against the spread as the home team, and these weren't cupcakes they played against. Uh, the other thing that I noticed is that Purdue is a six and four against the spread in their last ten, so they can lose that way. I, I Mich- saw that last night. Yes, yes they it's, did. It's a Mich- six and four, right? Yep. In their last ten, yeah. That's and then Michigan is three and seven over their against the spread over their last ten. That's a toss-up right there. I don't know which way to go with that. Perhaps I'm going to stick with the total. But if you want to make a side bet, go ahead. You know, I, I, you make a good point. You make some valid points here. And who am I to go against guys that are that I do respect? And, and these are two individuals that I really, really respect. And for them to like Michigan, they did a deeper dive than I have. And who am I to argue against success? And with this nine Owen one Michigan, uh, you know, covering spread in their last 10 meetings, um, let's make it 10 zero and one. And let's go with Michigan for me, Michigan okay. plus the three points. That sounds great. I'll join you because the Wolverines are five and zero against the spread in their last five games is a home underdog of a, Half a point to six and a half points. Right. They are also five and zero against the spread in their last five as a home underdog. Yeah. And and I gotta say this: this Dickinson kid, he's some kind of player. Yeah, he's good. I I like the kid. And and Eli Brooks has played well, but here's the guy that's gonna hurt him tonight: is Devontae Jones. He's going to sting him because he's going to shoot the ball a little bit. He was just two for nine the other night. And I think he's going to sting him. So our picks are Michigan taking the points. And we'll also play the under 145 and a half. Now we've got one more game to go, John. And we're going to flip it over to the ACC tonight. 
The Duke Blue Devils are taking on the Clemson Tigers. Duke is a six and a half point away favorite with a 142 point total. What do you make of this one? It's going to be an interesting game. These guys, these teams, as everybody knows, are huge rivals. Um, they just um, seem to play at the last meeting they had was back in, uh, well, not too long ago. It was a two-point Duke win at Duke. Now you're traveling to Clemson. And I know, listen, I you know Duke's got, Duke's got the horses, but Clemson is a, a different team at home. Um, they're eight and three at home. They haven't played, you know, the greatest schedule, but they're still in the ACC. I mean, you know, these teams, these teams can play hoops. Um, I just think it's too many points. When I look at numbers and I do that a lot and I look at the numbers, I, I say that, you know, six and a half, it just seems that, and, and I could be wrong. It did open at seven, so some Clemson money has come in. Mm-hmm. But I still, I'm still on the, on the Clemson wagon right now in this game. It's going to be crazy, um, you know. It, you know, at Clemson, it's going to be a madhouse. As I look at these teams, the way they match up, you know, between field three point field goal percentage. I mean, Clemson is the better three point team. Um, 15th in the nation. Uh, other than that, you know, Duke doesn't have, except for their assist top 10, they're not really, you know, a, a highly, um, I don't want to say highly rated, but they just don't have the stats. Nothing jumps out at me about Duke um, as far as, as uh, you know, games they've played in the numbers. But um, for right now, and then I'm going to get your take, which – Really makes me a better, better. Um, but I like Clemson plus the points at home. That's not a bad player, really, because, you know, when you look at this Blue Devils team, they took one on the chin against Virginia. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's troubling. But they've covered their last three away games. Uh, they covered a three-and-a-half-point spread against UNC. They covered a five-and-a-half-point spread as away favorites and they against Notre Dame. Yes. And then they covered against Louisville last at the end of January. They covered a six-point spread. Let's see. Uh, other games that they covered on the road, big ones, they haven't played that many road games. They covered six points on the road against Wake Forest. So they've covered their last four of their last five on the road. They didn't cover a five-and-a-half-point spread, but they lost in overtime to uh, Florida State. Yeah, you can beat this team, Duke. If you do, you're going to beat them by keeping them from scoring. Absolutely, you're going to have to play defense. And you know, the teams that play defense against Duke have success. I mean, they're they're not. Um, you know, Duke's had a decent season, though. Yeah, I, I I I don't down them at all. It's just that on the road at Clemson with the rivalry and the number that six and a half just sticks out at me as saying that's After too many that, points. Yeah, just way too many points. If you so, can get six and a half, that's where you go. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm looking and yeah, I see six, 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 six and a half. It's pretty much across the board. What do you have it at playoff? Uh, six and a half right now. Six and a half. Yeah. So I do. I do like um, Clemson plus the six and a half. 
I'm going to um, that would be my you. bet. I mean, we're talking about bets here, and, and that's what I would bet. So Michigan, Iowa, and Clemson for the three picks that that I'm going to go with. I know that uh, you're in agreement, plus mm-hmm. with the under. Um, yeah, I, I'm comfortable there. So we're going to take the under in this game, right? I would think so. Yeah. Don't you? I mean, that's gonna... the only that's the only way Clemson covers. Yeah, that's the only way Clemson covers. I got 140. I have 142 right now. That's what I have too. 142, and I'm going to play that as soon as we finish this show. But so here, in conclusion, we've got Michigan getting the points plus three, plus three, and, and it could go up. Sure. Um, the under in that game, 145 and a half. We got that one. Five and a half. Got it. The Iowa Maryland game, where we both like Iowa minus three and a half. I'm not touching that total. They're inconsistent, these teams. And then we have Clemson getting the points. And we also have the under 142. Great stuff, man. Great breakdowns. And one more thing. I got one more thing. Uh Oh, here we go. One more thing. Go. All right. Here we go. I mean, I like. All right. So we got this big game coming up Sunday. What do they call it? Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. So. My play is I'm not giving four points, three and a half, four, four and a half. I'm not giving any points to Cincinnati, but I'm not taking Cincinnati. <laughs> My play is, and I'll get this spread out. I'll put a few thousand bucks on it, but the Rams money line. And it's very rare that you'll see me lay two to one, but I'm just not comfortable giving any points. But, you know, just like the Buccaneers playing at home last year, um, here are the Rams. That place is going to be pretty loud, filled with a lot of Rams fans, I would imagine. There's a lot of money, as you know, out in L.A. There's a lot of money out there. There's going yeah. to be a lot of people. They also have fires out there, too. So, Oh, yeah. And who am I to go against Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Well, how dare you? Yeah. So, I mean, listen, let's go with the celebs. Let's take the Rams. I don't know how you feel about it. That could be for a later show that you do, but... For me, it's the Rams money line, and and I put a lot of work into this pick, so you know. <laughs> right, right. You know what? I have not gotten to the to that point yet for the money for the actual game, but I will by tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be. Ta- I've been talking about it all week, so I'm pretty sure I'll have something for next week. And that was John Murch's, folks. You can find. Can you do me a favor? Yes, I can. But before you before you uh, sign off here, can you do just one? Favor, I ask you. Gotcha. Any more prop bets? Any more prop bets that you come up with through other guests that you have? You don't mind sharing them with me through a nice text or something? Oh no, I don't have any issues at all. <laughs> um, in fact, I, I forgot to send you yesterday's, and, and that's a good thing. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Oh really? Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, I hit I hit earlier this week with my NBA, but yesterday I split one and one. I thought San Antonio was going to cover, and they didn't. But they, I did get the total under 216, so we would have split. But I didn't get it over there in time because we had a lot of stuff going on at the house, and I actually forgot, which I usually don't. So that's good. But you can find John over at on Twitter, and that's where you need to find him because he's tweeting stuff out all day or when he sees something good. And that's at Merges John. That's capital M, capital J. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. I want to thank PlayUp Sportsbook for presenting the show. Head on over to playbook. or I'm sorry, PlayUp.com. Sign up for an account and find out why they are always your best bet. All picks made are tracked at BetStamp. Follow us over at BetStamp 
dot app and don't forget the wolf line sports trading newsletter it's a one of a kind deal it's off today but we'll be back tomorrow until next time y'all take care of yourselves be good and most importantly ladies and gentlemen my mother thanks you my father thanks you my sister thanks you and i thank you Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.